All right, so March 9th through March 11th. Two and a half days in Seam Reap, ready to go. The temples were great, but you can only see so many temples in two days. Flying in at night was interesting because there were no lights. I mean, none. Uh, then driving in from the airport was weird because they have all of these luxury hotels, about 20 or 30. Tons of tourists come here. I got a car and an English-speaking guy one day, and we saw uh, Bayon, uh, Tom Pond, the jungle one, and Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat was by far the best. Amazing how quickly they were built, 40 years, and interesting how much influenced by India. They were Hindu, some of them. The guide was Cambodian and had some interesting things to say. He lived through the killing fields. Says they listened to Voice of America radio because it is more informative than their regular programming, which is still influenced by the commies. Still a lot of pinkos here. Says they say, hey, look, these American uh, fight with words, not guns meaning our presidential election, and there are Democrats and Republicans here, here in, in Cambodia, he says. Since they liked the U.S. during uh, the war, did not like the commies. They wanted to be free. Believed him, didn't think it was BS. The temples were not as impressive as everyone said. Very cool, though. Impressed with the intricate carving on um, as masonry, um, in, in sandstone, so easier. Uh, second day, I pedaled a bicycle around the Grand Tour. Must have been 30 kilometers in the heat of the day. Saw lots of the villages, poor people, lots of naked kids, but look happy and pretty people. Went to the tiny downtown at nights. Lots of mopeds on the road. Went to uh, Rulos group and the pink palace today, sandstone. Very nice, but the, but templed out. <laughs> Off to Ho Chi Minh to see Vince. March 12th through March 15th. The first thing you notice in Vietnam, aside from the incredibly slow passport check, are the motorbikes. You cannot believe the numbers. It's about one car to nine motorbikes. The road is full of motorbikes. They seem to avoid one another for the most part. But I did see a few bumps. I enjoyed riding in a taxi and watching the, the show unfold. It was really fascinating. I had a good time with Vince and his family. He built a 4,000 square foot house about 10 kilometers from Ho Chi Minh City Center. Ho Chi Minh is all over the place here. It is very nice. Spiral staircase with wrought iron and wooden banister and granite floors. It is tall and narrow, as are all the homes here. Everything is purchased with cash here, no credit. And places are expensive. Some are 300000 USD in downtown, and those are not the most expensive. Most everyone has a store on the first level, and they live above. One day, we walked around downtown and had ice cream with Vince and his wife, Quinn. They have a cute two-year-old daughter, Connie. We went out that night to one of the local clubs. We actually rode from Vince's house on motorbikes. What an experience. They live on these bikes. 
They talk to one another from bike to bike, even flirt, especially late at night. Whole families are on single bikes, dad, mom, one or two kids, babies, even pedal bikes mixed in. Everybody is buzzing by one another. We made it back and forth alive. The bar was called Apocalypse and was fun. Lots of escorts there. The Vietnamese women are very pretty, and I don't just mean the escorts. They have long, thick black hair, pretty eyes, figures, and dress great, Western for the most part. We checked out the scene, and I had fun dancing with three girls, not escorts. <laughs> the next day, we went to a beach town, uh, Vinh Tau. Not real nice, but we had some great seafood, prawns, fish, calamari, rice, and noodles. Since they don't drive in cars, they get car sick quite easily. On the way to the beach, one of the young uh, boy cousins was puking, as well as Quinn's mom. She had to abandon the trip and take a motorbike home, about 50 kilometers, I would say. What a trooper. Went out one more night, more uh, more pretty girls and dancing. The girls are very easy to dance with and really get into it. We were at a disco. I would go out each night if I I would go out each night if I lived here. Three March sixteenth, rest day in Bangkok, doing internet stuff. Checked out Pat Pong last night. Pretty crazy. Pretty much a mess. Bangkok is a shithole. It really is. Dirty and smelly. Had a hilarious taxi driver, Kitty Pong, who knew how to say thank you in 60 languages. He made me test him. It was fun until about the 20th one. I'm tired. Are we there yet? Um, March 17th through March 19th. Made my way to Koh Penyang, staying in a bungalow on this beautiful beach, Tong Nai Pan. Lots of palms and white sand, pretty secluded. We'll spend seven days here relaxing before the really difficult travel starts. Uh, tons of Germans here. It, uh, it's pretty funny. I'm the only American I've met so far. The rest seemed to be French and English, doing the trip planning, reading, and went for a run and swim this morning. March 20th through the 22nd. Not much doing. I've been um, tense. Not sure why. Not much to do. Maybe part of being dehydrated. Had to miss the whale shark dive this morning because I wasn't feeling up to it. Might be that Singha beer, although I only had three last night, but they say they put some chemicals in there. Been drinking lots of water today. Just reading the history of civilizations and went for a walk on the beach and a swim. Love the white sand and the palm trees. Palm trees. Met some nice folks at the chai bar last night. People seem to keep to themselves here. Lots on the beach, but can't really approach when they are sunning themselves. Plus, over 50% speak German. Did a lot of trip planning over the last two days. Lots of flights to book. This is really a crazy undertaking. Not sure why I can't relax at the beach. <laughs> Guess I'm not a sit-at-the-beach type. I am at Thong Nai Pan Beach on Copenhagen. March 22nd through the 23rd. Slow, slow, slow. 
Guess I am not cut out for the beach stuff. Just on the internet, and it was painfully slow. It took about 30 minutes to find out that Stanford went out in the second round again. Read through the responses from trip planning activities, and the respondents didn't answer uh, key parts of my inquiries. Very frustrating. Like I said, crazy undertaking I'm doing. I did go for a dive yesterday at Sail Rock, and it was quite good. Beautiful wall dive. Lots of sea anemones. Big schools of fish. Lots of coral. We did two dives. Nice to do something. Had some fun last night. Good group of people out last night. Night uh, night before, however, however, was maddening because I overheard a group at dinner bashing the USA. It just seemed like jealousy and envy and mean-spirited. They were French and German, saying the U.S. is like a teenager who thinks he knows it all and that we are not educated. Too bad we got involved in World War II. Should have let all should the, should have let them all speak German. They said some other stuff that was accurate, but I'm sick of the sentiment. Fuck them. So I was moving around pretty fast there um, and seeing quite a lot. So uh, Angkor Wat was – it was interesting that I said that the temples weren't as impressive as I had uh, expected. But my memory uh, is that they were extremely impressive. I, I guess I thought they'd be, I don't know, more like the pyramids or bigger or something. But you know, looking back on it, they were quite impressive. Um, and just what a cool place. It, so Angkor Wat is a civilization. Um, and there was a lot of Indian influence in uh, Cambodia, which was news to me. Uh, I love history. So it's interesting. And I've done some subsequent reading that, you know, India essentially colonized parts of Southeast Asia. So there's a indigenous Cambodian influence, but there was also a Hindu influence. Um, and the, what was really, you know, this, this Angkor Wat complex, there are um, several different uh, palaces and, and they had like uh, grounds, you know, they had like an area where they had elephant um, games in, you know, in the past and, 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 and they have all this intricate carving. So the temples are made out of sandstone and the carving is fantastic. And in one of them, it's the image of the ruler at the time, and he had this very peaceful, serene uh, face, and that I would imagine that was Buddhist-inspired. But, um, yeah, his likeness all over this temple, it was really cool. Um, and then even more intricate carvings all over, like of elephants and, and um, Hindu gods, and um, just absolutely stunning. And and this is all in a very jungly, you know, hot, humid um, place. Uh, so you kind of have this, you know, like Indiana Jones kind of thing where it's, you know, rising from the, the, the jungle. Um, but I got a guide and he told me a lot of the history and he told me a lot about, um, you know, the trouble they had had um, with uh, uh, Pol Pot in the killing fields. And he would talk to me, told me how... Um, you know, they would pull people out of the fields and then they'd just be gone, you know, and they, who is this they I always wonder about? It was just other, you know, th th just 
it could have been your neighbor a year ago. I mean, you know, people in this country don't think what Trump is doing is bad. They think it's hyperbole or exaggeration about what he's doing. Oh, he's not as bad as Hitler. But it, it, it's not the point. Yes, he's not as bad as Hitler now. But the the tactics and the um, uh, uh, not disintegration, but the, the, the damage he's doing to our institutions and protections is very, um, it could lead to something like that. And you don't want to play with fire. So wake the fuck up, people. But anyway, I'll get off my high horse. But um, basically, let's not have the killing fields here. So that's really fascinating to hear that stuff real time. And I was interesting to learn that, um, you know, how much they respected the democratic process in the United States that we would fight with words. Um, and again, let's hopefully keep it that way. Um, and that he was still listening to Radio America, which I thought of as a Soviet era kind of thing. But um, anyway, went around the temple complex one day, and then the next day I rode a bike myself, and it was super hot. Um, one thing you notice is a lot of people without legs, uh, again, because of the war and landmines. And you would see these poor folks walking around, no pun intended, uh, you know, maybe on one leg and a crutch. Um, again, War, not good, but a uh, very fascinating place and uh, really, you know, quite exhausting to be in that humid environment. Uh, Seam Reap itself was, you know, it's kind of a normal town. You know, it's basically there because of, of Angkor Wat. Um, and then I went to Vietnam and um, I, I had a colleague, this guy Vince. Uh, Vince Pham and Vince and I worked together at Simplicity as a sales team and you know there was a salesperson myself and a sales engineer and I always like to say the sales engineer really sold the product and Vince was was great because he understood at a technical level all the little ins and outs and um, he was very sales savvy you know he knew how to kind of move things along in our conversation so Vince and I the type of product we sold, we could go, uh, uh, like, say, to Southern California and go on, like, four sales calls in a day. And it was a lot of fun because we would just have these meetings and, you know, we could get people interested enough to the point where they would evaluate and then we'd, you know, have a deal in a, in a, in a month or two. And so, anyway, Vince was just a great guy. And it was a bummer for me, actually, because uh, he was my, you know, we were paired. And one Christmas, he went back to Vietnam. He was Vietnamese ethnically, but, you know, half Chinese, half Vietnamese, or eth ethnically Chinese, born in Vietnam, raised in the United States. But he went to Vietnam on vacation with some uh, Vietnamese friends and met this woman, uh, Quinn. <laughs> and I remember, you know, when Vince came back, he was all like, you know, in love. And then like six weeks later, he said, I'm going back to Vietnam for good. <laughs> so I lost Vince, but we, we had stayed in touch. And it was really cool to, to spend a couple of days with Vince and his family. And, um, you know, Vietnam, of course, of the war, you know, uh, is always uh, uh, an area that I never really thought I would go to. And uh, it was kind of weird flying in there. And... Um, but the thing that you really notice in Ho Chi Minh City um, is the traffic of the little of the mopeds, the motorcycles, and the bikes. And looking back, you know, you might think, well, why was that so such a big thing? I don't know. All I can tell you is it's mind blowing how they're all packed in and they're all moving together and they're not getting in accidents and they have these like circles in downtown and it's just constant stream. There is no break in the traffic. It's just 
like if you were to try to walk across the street, I, I don't even know how you would be, begin to do it. Um, but that really made an impression on me. And so it was fun to go from Vince's place just outside the city one night to all the bars on these scooters. So you're part of like this sea of people. And it was just funny to see people like actually flirting with one another on these things, you know. It was like this, you know, people doing their normal stuff but on scooters. And uh, I remember dancing and I was pretty popular because I looked, you know, I'm an American and um, probably they think money. and But so I think Vince kind of cracked up watching me on the dance floor with all these you know women who were like paying me a lot of attention it was pretty fun and um i would have liked to have stayed in vietnam longer looking back i you know god i should have been there for like a couple weeks because um i don't mean to sound like a shallow person but i did the the women i i find are very pretty there uh just i guess a personal thing but um yeah, it would have been nice to maybe meet my own uh, Quinn. <laughs> but I was at that stage in my life, I was just out to see the world. No slowing down. Um, but a great time with Vince and his family. And, um, you know, we did little things like uh, like uh, uh, Vince's uh, wife's uh, sister had a, a hair salon. And, and something that men do is they go and get their... Um, uh, a shampoo. <laughs> so it's very, uh, male dominated there. It's great. No, just kidding. But anyway, so we got a shampoo and her, in her, uh, you know, like Quinn gave Vince a shampoo and his, her sister gave me a shampoo and it's just not what, you know, something you do in the United States, but, um, the little differences, but in downtown, um, Ho Chi Minh, they, they have these narrow apartments and they're, you know, all, um, common walls and in the first floor is there is the the family business so they're selling electronics or you know who knows what else and then the upper floors are where they live so that it was kind of interesting to see that and um yeah and going out to the beach town you know just to see how the, the it wasn't a tourist thing at all it was just you know going to the beach and getting some fresh food seafood um and then um yeah too short of a stay in vietnam um and then I went to um, back to Bangkok and went to the islands. And it's funny, you know, looking back on these travels, certain things I liked and didn't. And this, I stayed at this beach for like seven days, and it, I got bored. Um, and and reading my diary here, I realized I, I, I it was hard for me to relax. <laughs> um, but I wasn't meeting too many people on this beach, and um, I did go for a really cool scuba dive. Uh, I didn't see the whale shark. That would have been awesome. Um, but then the last night there, I met some people and I found where everybody was partying. Like, like how did I not know about this? It would have been a totally different experience if I had found that out, you know, on day one. But anyway, these things happen in traveling. <laughs> um, yeah, so my not too great of a time for seven days on a beautiful beach in in uh, the islands of, of, of Thailand, but uh, poor me, woe is me. Um, so um, that was the end of my Southeast Asia trip, and then I was uh, headed to, um, to India.